It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey and Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Tuesday, December 5th, with your host, Ray, I don't know how I'm standing, and Zach, I don't know how he's standing, because the market is collapsing. How was that? I'm not even going to talk. We're just going to go straight into the data. BlackBook, thank you. Huge shout out to BlackBook. They are a provider to financial institutions, car dealers, uh, and and you know media people like ourselves. They provide every single week a market update on wholesale used car auto auctions. And Dad, we have the single largest week over week decline in used car prices in BlackBook's data set a 1.86% decline in wholesale used car prices. And now, saying that out loud sounds fairly shocking. Well, if we look at last week, it was 1.49%. If we look at the week before that, it was 1.48%. If we look at the week before that, it was 1.55%. And oh, the week before that was a modest 0.95%. I went above and beyond for our community, Dad. I put that in a spreadsheet. We have seen nearly 7.5% declines in used car prices at the wholesale auto auctions in the past five weeks. Records. Make fun of me all you want for the hyperbole, folks. The used car market on the wholesale side is collapsing, and you've got to imagine that's going to have ramifications for retail pricing of used vehicles as well. What did you make of the data? And I'm sure we'll dig into all of it. Uh, I was I was uh, I was taken aback. I was shocked. Um, there are some segments when you look at it that have dropped eight percent in two weeks. Eight percent in two weeks. Um, if this if if this was Foreman versus Frazier in Kingston, Jamaica, we'd be going down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. We have not seen wholesale values drop like this since George Foreman dropped Joe <laughs> Frazier. Okay. It is this, you know, and, and, and he managed to get up. I'm not sure wholesale values will for a while. Um, this is, this is a knockout blow. And, and there are those of you who in the comments who are going to say, yeah, but it's not reflected in anything. Well, it's going to be reflected in your trade value, number one, and eventually it will be reflected in retail values. The reason that these wholesale values have dropped so much is because they're having trouble selling the cars that they have. Okay, interest rates are killing them. Uh, carrying costs are killing them. So. There's only one way for retail prices to go when when wholesale prices decline like this. Um, every it's going, we're going down, baby. That that's what's happening. Definitely, already seen the comments. Not a collapse; it's a correction. I think that's a more accurate and apt way to describe it. it is definitely a correction, a return to normal. Let's read what Black Book had to say, and we're going to look at some real retail examples on the show as well. So. BlackBook says here, last week saw a continuation of significant weekly declines, with the market accelerating its depreciation following the Thanksgiving holiday. Despite robust auction attendance, ample inventory, and strong conversion rates, sellers are now revising their reserve prices, which is causing the market to grapple with establishing a, quote, new normal. So to your point, Dad, the dealers that are taking these vehicles to the auctions are just accepting the fact 
that they're not going to get as much for them uh, for them at the retail side or at the auction. And so yes. they're revising their prices down. And I just want to pull it up on the screen. Our team did a big release today. All right. All updated for the month of December. We now have a target discount on all new and used cars back on CarEdge.com. And our algorithm's already starting to pick up on this, Dad. You can see here this 2021 Nissan Rogue, 314 target discount. This dealer has only had it for 45 days. And so think about it. We were just saying in those 45 days, the market on the wholesale side has gone down 7 plus percent. Yes. Look at the price history on this vehicle, Dad. This dealer's already making moves every single week. And then we're obviously you know, saying they need to go a little bit deeper into that. But like we're mm -hmm. already starting to see this in practice, 45 days, this dealer's already made you know, three price cuts on it. Well, I think we're going to have to see more of that because the market is correcting. And, and in 45 days, that dealer can see how much less that vehicle is worth today if he needed to turn it at the auction than when it was when either he traded it or bought it at the auction. So dealers are realizing that these are not modest declines, okay? These are major declines. These are knockout type of punch declines, okay? It is not, these are not the normal type of week over week drops that are expected that we have historically seen in the past. So what does it mean when, when, you, when you look at those numbers? Obviously, Dealers are feeling the pinch, and they believe that there's going to be, for the lack of a better term, a correction, a market adjustment. Okay, maybe collapse is a little stronger than it should be, but there's definitely going to be a correction and a market adjustment. They're anticipating it. They're realizing it. They know that what they're sitting on is losing more money week over week than it has been over the last several years week over week. I, I, when you dig into the numbers, I mean, literally, there were some model segments that lost over 8%, 8% in two weeks. And, and they're not modest drops. That's ridiculously high drops. Yeah, let's look at the data, Dad. So cars, the segment for cars was down 2.4% in one week. The average for this time of year is 0.8% trucks and SUVs down 1.64%. The average is half of that 0.82. So let's look at the different types of vehicles. Compact cars, Dad, down 4.32%. And if, not, if I'm not mistaken, last week, let me pull it up on the screen. This is last week's data, 3.84%. So there you go. Two That's weeks, 8% decline in value. Over 8%. In just the last two weeks on compact cars. Th those are staggering numbers. Those, those so you know, make fun of us, make make fun of Zach for his, his hyperbolic headlines and and my mouth breathing uh, expressions in uh, in every one of the thumbnails, but we we're not used to seeing declines like this. Uh, and and when you get into the truck section, oh my God, the, the, the percentages might not be quite as high, but the the dollar amount that those percentages, uh, when you look at, say, full-size luxury crossover SUVs down 3.81%, or on average, $1,536, which means if you bought one 
two weeks ago, okay, and you wanted to take it back to the sale last week, you would have lost $1,500 on it just that week at the auction, okay? It is, these are insane amounts of depreciation in a week, okay? Those are, those are two-month amounts, not one-week amounts. It is, it is not what you expect. It, you, you know, everybody in the car business expects the value of their inventory to decline, but they don't expect it to fall off a cliff. And that's yeah, it's, what we're it's, seeing. This is, I mean, let me go back up to the top of the screen. So when we look at this chart, this shows every, every, you know, the lines essentially represent every week. Yeah. The dots represent every yes, week. So you can well, see, are. I'll yeah. zoom in as much as I can. When we were at the height of like the, the pandemic, we had a week where trucks, that's the blue, or excuse me, cars, that's the blue dots and blue line here. This was back in April of 2021. Cars in one week appreciated 2%. That was the highest we had ever seen. Yes. And we've seen depreciation, folks. Like during this section here, when we were August 2022 to, you know, before the spring selling season, so like January of 2023, January of this year, yeah, I was probably going with headlines of like used car market collapse because we were looking at months on months on months yes. of normal depreciation again. Look at where we are today. It's really, it's hard not to like feel kind of crazy you know, overstating this, but it's like, this is not normal. And this is actually one of the questions I have for you, dad, is if you're a lender, yeah. how do you get, how do you approve a, a used car financing right now? Like that's one of the things I struggle with in my mind. If I'm going to go finance a used car, let's say I feel like I'm confident in the price, but like, if I'm a lender, how am I even approving a loan on this thing, knowing that its value is so volatile? Well, because lenders bless their hearts, typically use NADA books to, to figure out what um, their retail lending guidelines should be. And they only come out monthly. So, so they're, they're always a month behind. So how are lenders going to react to it? They're, they're, they're going to lend as if things are normal. Well, for those who are still lending, they're going to lend as if things are normal. Um, but ultimately, it will have an impact moving forward um, because next month, when they when they publish the NADA book, it will be reflective of what's going on this month, and and so you will be you would anticipate that retail values will drop, which means the amount that they will lend against some of these vehicles will drop. Loan to value uh, ratios will will fall more into normal guidelines. They're, they're, not, they're not financing 150, 160, 175% of, of the, the value of the vehicle anymore. Um, yeah. So the only way people are going to be able to get into these things is for the prices to drop. Now, are they going to drop 40%? I don't think so. But, but these are significant drops. Um, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if it continues for another three, four weeks. Yeah, la I think that's spot on. Last year, when we saw the depreciation from August of this, you know, the summer of 2022, all the way into January of 2023, I think it's going to be the same thing here. And then, you know, you'll see a rebound of prices going back up as yeah. you get into tax time in the spring selling season. So it feels pretty 
pretty straightforward that that's what's going to happen. I think there's a comment here from Jim that's worth bringing up. How does a dealer even want to trade right now? Two years ago, they would only sell to you if you had a trade. And I think, Jim, you're spot on. There's a lot of risk now with a dealer taking a trade. And that being said, you can take advantage of the fact that maybe not every dealer is as up to the up to the minute on the data as we are. Even mm-hmm. BlackBook, when we run like trade-in values on the Car Edge website, like they can be a day or two slow. So, I mean, if you've got a car to sell, we always always recommend our website, CarEdge.com slash sell. But in general, if you can trade in a car today, this is this is some calculus for people thinking about buying a car the last week of the year, Dad. Your trade-in is going to be worth less the last week of the year. Yes. You'll probably get maybe another 500 bucks off your, whatever car deal you can negotiate today. So like, it might be worth actually taking advantage of your trade-in being worth more right now, selling it before the values plummet even more and the dealers become reactionary to that. And, and you know, how are, how are going to... I mean, dealers know what's going on. Um, so they're going to adjust their appraisals accordingly they see what's going on they see that in the last five weeks on average as a whole okay that the market has dropped over seven percent and that certain segments within that have have dropped more you know uh eight nine ten percent they're cognizant of that and that will be reflected in their appraisals of your vehicles that you want to trade in today. And they're also thinking, if if I was a used car manager, they've got to be thinking, well, this is going to continue for another three or four weeks where we're going to continue to see uh, unusually large declines in wholesale values. I'm going to adjust my appraisals even more because of what I anticipate to, to happen over the next three, four weeks. On the retail side, folks, we are seeing declines. I want to pull this chart up on the screen. I know that's a lot of colors. The gray line, which is kind of mirroring the green line, which yes. represents 2022's trends, the gray line shows that we are actually down 5% in used car pricing since the beginning of this year. The purple line, which you'll notice is all the way the heck up here, shows that in 2021, used cars appreciated 35%. So to your yeah. point earlier, are we going to see a 35% decline in used car prices? I don't think so. We ended last year with used car prices down close to 10% from the beginning of 2022. And we're tracking this year to end the year with used car prices down Similar. maybe another 10%. So, you know, you've got 20% of that 35% back. That's not so bad. That feels like a correction. That feels like we're moving in the right direction. So I simply wanted to pull that up on the screen. It's not just wholesale. We are already seeing the mirroring mirroring over on the retail side of things and it's it it is important and dad at the same time if i may we are seeing this on new vehicles too there's more negotiability and more supply of new vehicles there's downward pressure on new vehicles it feels like the market overall is just kind of correcting back to where it was pre. oh absolutely and and uh, and and we're seeing the days to turn increasing for the uh, for used cars uh, on dealers lots so Bear that in mind as well. Cars are sitting longer, so it's it's taking it's taking. I mean, we're up to close to sixty days now. Um, and as Justice says, and remember, asking price is not the same as the negotiated price. You can ask anything as the dealer, much like you can ask anything as the customer. You're typically not going to get what you ask for. And in many, 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 many cases, the dealers aren't getting what they're asking for. It's what 
that compromise looks like. And there's a greater likelihood of compromise today than there had been. Name a car, Pops. Name a name a used car and then name a new car, pretty please. Uh, an Acura MDX. All right. So we'll look at a used and a new one. So, Dad, to your point yeah. about negotiating, we just had a big release this morning. Let me pull up MDX. We'll look at a used one first. When you are now on the Car Edge Car Search, if you are a data user, let's go to this one here, this 2022 A-Spec. Okay. Discount unlikely. We updated our algorithm, man. Like, I'm really proud of the team. On an Acura MDX A-Spec, which is the highest spec you're going to get, yeah, you know what? It's unlikely you're going to get the dealer to negotiate too much on that one. Let's change gears here. Let's try this first one with the technology package. There you go. We think there's another $261, another 1% off of this vehicle that you can negotiate. So to your point about coming in with an informed perspective, this is a great tool and resource and let's run mm-hmm. over to new vehicles really quickly because it's working on that side as well the mdx is a good looking car man we'll it is. look at a base one really quickly it's loading it's loading it's loading. there you go target a 5.5 percent dealer discount on a new acura mdx base wow. here's some of the data to back it up there's a 63 day supply here's the fair price you should be targeting plus any incentive so i'm really proud of the team we really put in the effort to update our algorithm and then dad yeah the nice part about this let me jump over to like an f-150 if you toggle the trusted dealer filter which i'm really proud of our team we have all the pre-negotiated deals with our dealer partners you don't even have to shoot for this 9.6 percent discount on a 2023 ford f-150 xlt uh rear wheel drive we've already pre-negotiated a five thousand seven hundred thirty eight dollar nine point six percent discount okay so there you go folks We've got brand new updates over on the Car Edge website. You can either go try and negotiate to the exact price that we're telling you is fair based on our latest updates for December, or we've already done it with a handful of dealers that are looking to us, coming to us and literally saying, Zach, Car Edge team, help us sell these cars. <laughs> we've got too much inventory. Totally different market than it was a year ago. And and at a certain point, I would imagine these dealers are going to be saying, do you help us sell our used car inventory? I think you're probably right. Let's jump back to the chat here, Dad. Marcello or Marcello, thank you for the contribution. We appreciate. And then Brian as well gave a contribution, Dad. Thank and you. last time I checked, when there's no text with it, that means you dance. Not well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. I think wonder I might why we do this. It's like I, when we I, get to hang out, it's really quite fun. I, and I then, might have um, <laughs> no, be careful. Man. And then from Ray Schwanth, thank you, Ray Schwanth, for the contribution. Should we try and negotiate with smaller used car dealerships compared to large ones? Where do you think I can get a better deal for a sub twenty thousand dollar car? What's your perspective on this, pops? Um, my perspective is is that whoever has them is uh, there's just not a lot of them to be had. That that is um, probably the most desirous vehicle for dealers to get their hands on we have seen that the uh, older cars that would qualify for that uh have indeed those values have gone down as well uh you know you just you have to take your shot with whoever has the vehicle and either they're willing to work with you or they're not and if it's that nice of a vehicle and they're not willing to work with you then you have a decision to make but if there are a number of those vehicles in, in a relatively close area to you. Well, take a look at them. Make sure you get a pre-purchase inspection on any of them. And and then do your best to negotiate because prices at the wholesale level are indeed coming down. 
I thought you were going to use the crash word, but I understand. They're coming down. Yeah. And yeah. then from Darby Far or Dad, can we see a new dance? No, let's try a new move. I don't know a new move. Can you? Oh, what if, what if you went like grocery shopping? You know what I mean? It's like. Here, here. I'll give you the whole. I don't need the whole screen. That's enough of that nonsense. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a, right, grown, let's, I'm a, I'm a, as somebody once said, I'm a grown ass man. What are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My bad, man. I don't know. It's just kind of fun. I want to give a quick shout out to Justin over on the team. Many people have been asking us, Hey, end of year car deals. What are the biggest and best incentives? Well, folks, the CarEdge.com blog is updated with the best new car incentives in December year and sales and programs are here. I was just helping one of our community members on a Ram 2500. They got 10% off MSRP. That's awesome. You need to be aware of it. So I will drop this link in the chat for those of you that are wondering how to get here. Go to resources, or actually I think you can get to it from the homepage as well. But go to resources and click on free guides. Scroll on down here to the search bar, type in December. We've got our used car market update for December. And then right here, we've got our best new car incentives with Justice, his face there. So please go check this out. There are a lot of 0%, 0.9%, 1.9% financing options, as well as stackable incentives, Dad. I have seen stackable finance and cash incentives. December is the time for car deals, folks. We've got every single deal imaginable maybe not every single one but most of them the the the, the cream of the crop we got them back in that guy you know, so thank you justin of, for that truth of the matter is we 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 don't always understand exactly what it is that people can imagine so we have as many as we can possibly have and we'll never have what everybody can imagine it's a good point we had to add a follow-up from darby darby thank you for the thank kind you. contribution nine out of ten when i ask for the out the door price the salesman tells me they need to pull my credit they can't give me an estimated warranty price either i'll let you talk about the credit piece and then we can give darby some uh, uh some additional um, perspective on the warranty okay so i'll help you with the credit they don't need to run your credit to be able to give you an out the door price Okay, the out the door price is a really simple thing. It is the price of the vehicle plus all fees and and whatever it is that the dealer's charging you for, and you want a complete breakdown of what every one of those fees is. That has nothing, nothing whatsoever to do with your credit. In, and if they insist, that's one of those dealers that you run away from. Okay, that's like a dealer saying, "Well, I have to run your credit before we go for a test drive." No. They don't have to run your credit before you go for a test drive. No, they don't need to run your credit before they give you an out-the-door price. If they don't want to give you an out-the-door price, go somewhere else. And they can't give you an estimated warranty price? Why not? They know how many miles are on the car. All you have to do is ask for the term and the miles that you want to get, and they should be able to give you that price. But they don't want to give you that price till you're in the office with the finance manager so that finance manager can browbeat you to accept whatever it is that they, they're telling you because they're just going to tell you how it impacts your payment, not what you're actually paying for the damn thing. So, Darby, if they're not willing to give you that information, you should not be willing to spend your hard-earned money there. And to build on that, Darby, one of the things I would ask you to do pretty, pretty please is when you're on the website under resources, click on dealer reviews. And when you do, please find this dealership. You can search by their name, find this dealership and leave a review. We would really appreciate so that other members of the community can avoid 
you know, working with a dealership that's trying to do things like that. When reviews are left for dealerships, it links back to community profiles so that we can validate, make sure that people are not putting, um, you know, BS reviews here. And then, of course, you can tell us if you actually purchased the vehicle or let me see if I can find one really quick where someone didn't purchase. We'll try one more and then we'll move on. Loading, loading, loading. Yeah, you can see all these people actually purchased. If they didn't, you know, you can actually leave a review without having purchased the vehicle. So, so please, Darby, do that. And then the other thing I'll mention is that not giving a warranty quote or a vehicle service contract quote makes no sense. You can come to our website, caredge.com slash warranty. This is how easy it is, folks. Wait for it. Maybe it's getting more complex. I don't think it is, but let's just do it. That's Alaska, isn't it? It's Alaska, man. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, like, boy, that took long. So please, 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 like, don't deal with all the the rigmarole. Like, go use these tools. Use this to help negotiate yes. back at the dealership. Okay, Pops, we need to get to really got to be kidding me. But first, we're getting so many thoughtful contributions from the community. We've got from Zario. Thank you for this. Hey, Zach, does CarEdge deliver used cars nationwide when you buy on CarEdge in California? Uh, I'm interested in a car that's in Florida. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. We have a shipping partner. There's no no markups or anything like that. We can get a vehicle shipped to your door. Happy to help with that. And then Matthew says, Dad, uh, thank you, Matthew, for the contribution. Is GM family discount better than GM discount through employer? Do I mention the discount at the beginning of the negotiations or at the end? I don't know if you know the answer to this. I've been helping people with supplier discounts all week long. I, I am not 100% sure of the answer because I have not. Um, it's been it's been 30 years since I worked in a, a GM <laughs> store. So supplier um supplier which is the employer one is better than family my understanding it's on the prices are listed on the invoice of yes. the actual uh, vehicle so it's not like the dealer can choose what the price is it's on the invoice and a lot of dealers are not honoring we've seen this with like subaru vip pricing we have many dealers that we've learned of that are not honoring subaru vip pricing we've got dealers not honoring gm supplier pricing we have dealers in our network that are honoring both. So if we can help you out with that, we'd be more than happy to. One more here in the chat, Dad, from Keith Gill. Thank you, Keith. Should branded titles be less than clean titles? I'm looking at a used Chevy Bolt EV, and a lot of them are branded titles for lemon buybacks. What do you make of it? Um, well, for a dealer, if you come in and your trade has a branded title, typically it's worth about 50% of what the typical wholesale value would be so if it was if it was a non-branded title vehicle and it the wholesale value was twenty thousand dollars with a branded title it's worth about 10 so yes branded titles are a bad bad thing and you should be saving big money if you're going to buy one and we were just talking about like extended warranty or vehicle service contracts. Many of those are not applicable on branded title vehicles. Yes. So there are some like downstream ramifications as yes. well. You, yeah, they will not allow you to buy an extended warranty. Really? You gotta be kidding me. All right, Dad. It has been a tumultuous few weeks for our friends over at Ford. And uh, yes. if you haven't watched, are, or gone to the to the Carage website to see the top 10 slowest selling vehicles in the United States for the month of December. I can tell you that number five on the list is the Ford Mustang Mach-E. We got this from yeah. Car Dealership Guy just yesterday, Dad. Ford is yeah. now allowing dealers to advertise discounts on the Ford Mach-E other than rebates. This should get interesting. So it only took that long, 
right? Like it only took that long for Ford to go from it's one price you can't discount, you can't negotiate to now there's so many Machis sitting around. We can discount them. We can negotiate. You and I looked at the data this morning. It is alarming what's going on at Ford. It, it is indeed. And, and you know, many of the manufacturers come up with these half-assed ideas. Uh, I'll never forget when Honda and Acura came up with the idea that you couldn't use the word discount. You couldn't use the word invoice. Um, so, so, you know, because they wanted to control how dealers advertised their vehicles. Um which is great when they're selling. When they're not selling, it's not so great. Um, and the reason it's not so great when they're not selling is the only way manufacturers and dealers know how to get them to sell is to lower the damn pricing. Okay. So to say to a dealer that is stacked with Mustang Mach E's, okay, and even if there's an incentive, you're allowed to you're allowed to advertise the discount reflective of that incentive, but that incentive isn't anywhere near enough to get the car sold. You're, you're, you're not allowing the dealer to do what the dealer needs to do in order to make more people aware of it by allowing that dealer to advertise a discount. It's, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 all this corporate nonsense sounds wonderful when they come up with it. They just, they never take into account what the collateral damage might be. Um, Definitely. And and another thing impacting the Mustang Mach-E that's worth bringing up, and I'll share the data on this. Yeah. There you go. You can see the top five slowest selling new cars in the United States right now, Ford Mustang Mach-E, 358 days supply, average transaction price of 57 grand, 24,430 of them actively for sale nationwide, yet 3,200 have sold in the last 45 days. The other big uh, shocking news here, Dad, for Ford that makes it really, you got to be kidding me, is they will yeah. no longer, the Mach-E will no longer qualify for the federal tax incentive next year. That's $7,500 gone. Yeah. Oh, here, let me help you with that. And that next year is 26 days away. So they've got 25,000 of those bad boys um, sitting on their lots, okay, that they really legitimately need to get rid of in the next 26 days, okay? Um, because if they can't get rid of them in the next 26 days when they still qualify for a federal tax credit, what are they going to do when it no longer qualifies for that tax credit? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's put on our economics hat. So I'm a customer, and yeah. uh, you tell me today the car is $7,500 less, or I could wait a couple of weeks and it's $7,500 more. What am I doing? You know, And they can't sell with the $7,500 less. I mean, if I'm Ford, Dad, I'm like, and if I'm a Ford dealer, I'm looking at Ford. I'm like, what are you doing to help me here? Like, you know, seriously, I, like what you, we we talked to one of the dealers in the Car Edge Network. He got seventy three of them. Yes, seventy three. Yeah, what's he doing? I, I, you know, and and what's and, and the and the best thing is millions? the best thing is is the factory rep usually comes in and looks at you as as either the new car manager or the GM or the GSM. And they look at you and they point at you and they go, what are you doing to move these? And it's like, anytime my rep would say that to me, I would turn around and look at him because it's not what I'm doing. What the hell are you doing to create a market for these? Um, you know, I'll, I'll sell them if, if people want to buy them, but you've built them and nobody wants them. Uh, so what are you doing? 
So what's yeah, that one dealer in our network? That one dealer in our network has almost four million dollars tied up in Maquis that are going to be seventy five hundred dollars more expensive in three and a half weeks. And now, and now he's allowed or she's allowed to actually advertise discounts on him. Wow, it is it is a time, man. It is truly a time to be a car dealer. The market has certainly changed. I want to pull up this comment that just came through from Mel. Yes. Saying, OMG, when I ask for an out-the-door price, they ask for my phone number to text me. I'm like, seriously? And this is this is where I'm getting really proud about the work we're doing, gang. It's been nerve-wracking for me to try and work with dealers. You know, I'm yeah. very sensitive to that. Um, but you no longer have to ask for an out-the-door price. You just, you just get it when it's buying through the Car Edge Network. So that's why we'll continue to promote this. We can get rid of, you know, hopefully, hopefully over the next decade. You should never have to ask for an out-the-door price. There should just be a price well, well, and it's from the worry you, you shouldn't have to provide other things in order for them to want to well what's your what's your phone number so i can text it to you i don't know it's a landline it doesn't get text uh <laughs> you know uh so just what's the number why is it, it and i understand i understand why dealers do that because their fear is that if they provide you with that number and they haven't provided you any other value at all, then you're just going to take that number and you're going to shop it with somebody else who might beat that number. And then they're going to go, oh, my God, well, we lost a car sale. No, you never had that car sale to lose it because you don't know how to deal with people who who have a modicum of intelligence. You answer the question. And when you're answering the question, you provide reasons for them as to why they would want to do business with you. Okay. That is they when somebody asks for an out-the-door price, what they're really saying is A, I don't want you to take advantage of me. And B, can you give me reasons why I should pay what you're asking and why you should be the car dealer where I buy my car? But most salespeople are um, uh, weak in the knees. Um, and and don't know how to handle that. Don't know how to how to just be honest and upfront with a customer and say, hey. Here's some of the things we do that differentiate our dealership from these other dealerships out there. And if you don't share that information, then your out-the-door number shows no value to the customer. It's your own damn fault. Again, look at the work that we're doing. You can get rid of all of that. I'm proud of that. All right, we've got Dad from Aim for Greatness. Thank you for the contribution. Saying, I own a fleet of eight vehicles that the leases are up on. My goal is to return and lease five new vehicles and finance about 10. How can I find brokers for help? This is a service we also offer back at Carage. Yeah. We are slammed. You just found them. Yeah, you just found <laughs> them. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we, we, we can help you out. I would just go back to the website or email us at concierge at caredge.com. Our team is swamp, though. I want to be very clear. Like We're on a wait list right now. But get in touch. Um, let us know that you came from the YouTube channel, and we'd be happy happy to try and help you. All right, you got you got time for one more, Dad? One more what? One more really got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, did you you want me to say it one more time? Or I'm just, you know, if you're up for it. Really? You gotta be kidding me. We're doing more than one today. We're doing more than one today. All right, Dad. The Jeep Renegade, which yeah. earlier this year we had the Jeep Renegade go viral because we did our first month of fastest and slowest selling cars in the United yes. States. 
the slowest selling car in the United States earlier this year was the Jeep Renegade. And now Stellantis has decided to pull the plug. Jeep Renegade yeah. leaving the US and Canada. US sales of the Renegade, Jeep's least expensive vehicle, have declined every year since 2016. <laughs> the Compass, which starts at nearly 30 grand, will be their entry level nameplate. And dad, if I go back to yes. our cars with the highest and lowest inventory for 2023, one of the things Justin does on this page is he keeps all the historical data yes. down below. So here's the historical data. Let's go all the way to the beginning. So we started doing this in August, lowest inventory in August, highest inventory in August. And there you go, the Jeep Renegade. Yeah. <laughs> there were 11,550 of them for sale, but only 1,322 had sold in the last 45 days. I don't want to take credit here, Pops, but I think we may have forced the Jeep Renegade into extinction. Um, well, perhaps. And as, as I said to you, um, my comment to you when I emailed you that article was, Renegade, we hardly knew you. Uh, <laughs> and and what's funny is, oh my God, it's it's a whole five hundred dollars less than what, what what is that? And it's just a rebadged Fiat anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, as we all know, they don't sell any anywho. Um, there's more fiat dealers than fiat sales so yeah that's a uh, that's a tricky proposition right now but i just found it funny dad you know but, we're talking about fastest slowest selling cars and and there you go but the good news is for those of you wondering the fiat 500e will be making a comeback ladies and gentlemen so just in with case 140 you, miles of range or something, something like, that. like that but but if there if you have this uncontrolled need for a fiat an electric fiat um fiat's going to be there for you you and uh, and your two friends can go buy and you'll be the only ones that'll ever own one but feel rarest feel car in your out. neighborhood yes dad we had a thoughtful contribution come in from just a cinnamon bun thank you thank for the kind you. words here dealers here in new jersey don't care if you walk if you start asking too many questions and you start saying things like out the door they ignore you i'm proud to say the the dealer group that we um uh, did our car edge sales event with earlier this year, we just signed them on to join the dealer network. So, you know, for those of you in, in North Jersey, stop dealing with the BS folks, like just buy through the Car Edge network now. Really, really, really proud to see more and more dealers realize like, hey, we got it. We got to, you know, try and take what we're trying to do and like take it to the next level with these Car and, Edge and, guys. And may I say, um, may I take a moment to say this? I see a lot of the comments and a lot of the comments are, well, where I live, the dealers are just refusing to discount and to work. And there's nothing that says, just between you and me, that you have to buy where you live. Okay? Um, interstate commerce is allowed in this country. You can go buy elsewhere where, I don't know, they'll work with you price-wise. And then you can either fly there, take a train there, take the bus there, have a friend drive you there and wherever that may be, and then drive it home, or or you can actually arrange to have it shipped to you. But there are no laws that say you have to buy in your neighborhood. Just say it. We even have started helping people do shipping more and more and more as we're shipping cars. So we can even help you. If you need help, you can contact us, help at caredge.com or go post on the community forum. We can help you ship a car just as well. All right, Dad, let's call it a show. We'll be back okay. tomorrow for more news that you can use from your friends 
at Car Edge. We've got more interesting data that we'll be digging into a lot around inventory for new vehicles. So tune in for that. And Pops, what time should folks join us? Um, well, if you're if you're on the eastern seaboard, please join us at noon. If you're somewhere on the west coast, uh, please join us at 9 a.m. your time. Um, and then, I don't know, I've lost track of all the other time zones, but you're all smart enough to figure it out. So we'll they see have a modicum, modicum of intelligence. You dropped modicum earlier. That was a good word. Modicum, yes. If you have a modicum of intelligence, you'd be able to figure it out. Obviously, I haven't. So that tells you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we will see you tomorrow. CarEdge.com if we can help you out. I love you, Dad. Thank you, everyone, for being here. And uh, go take advantage of the fact that the market's finally changing to be a consumer market, uh, customer Indeed. market. Indeed. Really, and, really, really. and I love you as well, Handsome.